soaring divorce rate indicates that great marriages don't just happen. All couples have conflict and disagreements. How do couples learn to fight fair and communicate effectively? Join us today as we discuss handling conflict and fighting fair. My guest is Marty Lindfett, a Christian counselor. This is Kay Meyer, president of Family Shield Ministries and your host for today's program. I want to welcome Marty, who's in the studio with me. It's always nice to see a face here. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. You've been a guest several times over the years on Family Shield, and I always enjoy interviewing you. Uh, As a Christian counselor, I'm sure there are many topics that... uh, couples come to you with, but um, handling conflict and learning to fight fair in marriage is a topic uh, that you brought up, and I, I thought, what a great topic. Well, it is one that I see quite a bit in my in my role as a, as a counselor. I have couples who come in who are, you know, kind of butting heads. Maybe they're doing more than that. that you know, sometimes it gets pretty loud. And so, you know, being fair in how we handle dispute is really, really important. And as we begin to unpack that, I just want to just read Ecclesiastes 4.12, because I think it's so important as we're, uh, as we're in discord to remember that a cord of three strands is not quickly broken, that as we come together in marriage, that center piece is, is our Lord Jesus Christ, and we are woven around that in marriage. We come as two, two, two different individual people. We're created unique. We're created with created differences. So we become one in marriage, but those two minds that we bring into that marriage can present challenge at times, um, it, it, you know, for many, many reasons. The manner in which we approach those disagreements is, is influenced by how conflict was dealt with in our families. So if we came from a family where they really enjoy the conflict, it's loud and it's boisterous and, you know, it's back and forth, but our our spouse comes from a family where there was no disagreement that they ever saw. Mm -hmm. You know, mom and dad never uh, had a dispute in front of the children. That can be frightening, you know, that noisy uh, kind of disagreement if you come from a family where there was family violence, there again, it, it mm-hmm. impacts how we as a couple do or do not uh, handle those dis- disputes. What we really want to see is, is that uh, we start with the respect um, that God wants us to have for one another, mm-hmm. you know, the, the cherishing of our partner. You, you mentioned the divorce statistics. Mm-hmm. They're, they're high, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that we're not handling those disagreements. That we let them tear at the fabric of our marriages. Right. Couples continue to fight about money and the kids and sex and even their pets, household chores. But we don't really need to um, let the disagreements that we have destroy the families that we're, we're seeking to build. So when you, um, when you have couples come to you, you actually walk through this learning how to fight fair and how to handle conflict, Absolutely. which I think is such a, a good thing. And I was telling you before the program, I think we did a topic like this like 16 years ago. We've been <laughs> on the air for, with radio for 18 years. Um, and, and it's been that long, even though we deal with 
uh, resolving conflict biblically on a regular basis. We have not targeted to marriages, and I'm I, I'm sorry we haven't done that, and I'm just thrilled that you suggested this topic. Well, it's, it's so important. It is very important. It's very important. And, you know, it, with the couples that I work with, we actually have sheets that are entitled Fair Fighting with, you know, points that you need to follow or, or stay away from, and they'll post them on the refrigerator. You know, because it's so important that we look at the tools that we're using or misusing in how we speak with one another. John Gottman, who's a premier marital therapist, says that productive disagreements, so we can have disagreements Mm -hmm. that are productive, are good for marriage. And the ability to resolve conflict, to discuss issues about which we disagree is so important for the health of our marriages. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, when you think about what you're modeling for your children, when when they never see us engage in a discussion where we have differences of opinion, in an appropriate way, they are not getting conflict negotiation tools that can be so helpful in the workplace, mm-hmm, in school, mm-hmm. you know, or when they see us be explosive, we're reinforcing some very negative things with regard to, you know, the training of our children. Yeah. So fair fight rules are really important. And um, among those fair fight, fight rules, uh, again, we were talking before the program, respect. That's That's the... You know, that's the kind of the bottom of the and the top of the of the the pyramid here. No name calling or mm-hmm. degrading language or violence. Gottman suggests that we edit ourselves, you know, oh. that I have a dialogue in my head where I'm stop stopping unproductive or disrespectful um, behaviors from occurring. I can control my behavior and I must, you know, be conscious and deliberate in our speech. Ephesians 4.15 Speak the truth in love. Mm. Does that we mean we say everything that's in our heads? Uh-uh. We edit. We, we're very mindful in the things that we say to the spouse, the person that we've promised before God to cherish. Mm-hmm. You know, do I cherish that person when I'm, when I'm angry or when I'm in conflict with them? I must mm-hmm. because God wants me to. Set an agenda. So make a plan mm. for when you're going to have a discussion. A lot of times if the the emotions are very intense, you'll agree to have a discussion maybe in an hour or two hours so that so you, you have give yourself you some give yourself time, time to de- get, to deescalate yeah, to, get, to get a hold of those emotions. Good. Be gentle. You know, Gottman refers to this as softening the startup. You know, if I'm angry and I go in with all all every all the fireworks going and all the guns blazing and and everything, the um, possibility that there might be a productive outcome is decreased, mm-hmm. you know, because now my my spouse has to be on defense. You know, he's got to defend himself from my my hostility or my intensity. When we have set an agenda and we have a topic to address, stick to the issue. Mm. You know, you're not going to pull in everything. And the kitchen sink. Yeah, and not stop. last year you did this, right. and two years ago you did that. Leave that go. Leave that go. Mm-hmm. Um, don't, as it, just along with that, don't play archaeologist. Don't dig up old bones. Uh-huh, don't uh-huh. bring in right, something from right. six years ago. And no dump trucking. You know, don't uh-huh. save up that anger and then just dump it all. You know, it's so much more productive if I am angry about something to say, you know, this occurred and this is how I feel about it. Use good communication mm-hmm. techniques. This is how I feel 
when this happened. Stick to the behavior. Don't bring in. And you were uh, such a jerk. Don't call names uh-huh. because, you know, it, it, it makes, again, our partner, our husband, our wife have to be on defense from something right. that's bigger than the issue. Take turns. Mm-hmm. You know, use good communication mm-hmm. skills. Mm-hmm. What we call the speaker-listener technique. Yeah. You know, I was just going to say listening to hear what they actually said is and you probably have that in there somewhere. I do. But so many times I know when my husband and I get into into it, he'll say, well, you said this. And I'll say, no, I did not say that. What I said was this. He heard me say something I didn't say. He thought. Well, and that's what I was saying. That's critical to to listen well, to Mm -hmm. not be thinking ahead to what you're going to say next, because then you don't catch what your husband or wife is saying. And as you're listening, when your husband or wife stops speaking, you repeat back. So is this what you meant? This is what I heard you say. So that if it's incorrect, then your spouse can clarify, no, as you did. Mm -hmm. No, that's not what I said. Mm -hmm. This is what I said, and this is what I meant. And to to make sure that we're really grasping Mm -hmm. the subcontext as well as the, the, the literal words that are being said. And... You know, to not interrupt, mm. that we each get a turn, you know, uh, to fight in good faith or to have these disputes in good faith. What does that mean? So that we're we're looking toward resolution, not a winner. One of us wins you know? and the other I, loses. Aha, yeah. I took the prize, right, you know. Right. But to have to, with the, the goal that we're going to resolve this. If, if you feel like you're at a stalemate, you want to take a time out. If you mm. feel like your emotions about the situation, your anger is getting too big, uh, we in, in, instruct, encourage our kids to take a time out mm-hmm. when, when they're over-emotional. We need to do the same for ourselves. Okay. You know, take that time out. Take that break. And, um, yeah. and, and obviously, all of this would take time. So as mm-hmm. you talked about the agenda, when to not... Do it when you know you're going to have to leave in a half an hour. To Absolutely. Make sure you have enough time and that you aren't going to be interrupted. Absolutely. You leave the telephone ring and not answer uh, Well, it? you can turn the telephone off. Uh-huh. I mean, most of us have cell phones that can be turned sure. off. We can ignore our, our landline. Yeah. And absolutely, I think that's, that's uh, critical that when we set that time, uh, we have that time dedicated to to the meeting with our spouse where we're addressing this issue at, or whatever the issue is that um, we recognize that we're going to give our full attention to that issue such that it's not interrupted. That's important. It also helps us train ourselves to calm ourselves down in the in-between time, mm-hmm. you know, that mm-hmm. we're we're also monitoring our own emotions. So uh, how do I handle the stress of knowing that we've had a conflict that must be resolved, but we're not going to talk about it for three hours? Mm-hmm. Well, then what are this, my individual stress uh, management um, practices that I bring into to bear? Because my husband can't do that for me. Mm-hmm. He may try, yeah. and, and sometimes it might help, but I'm responsible for knowing, okay, I, I need to do some deep breathing. I need to kind of put that in a, a, on the shelf, you know, metaphorically, put it away because it can't infect everything from now until then. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to take care of how I'm behaving mm-hmm. because I'm responsible for my behavior in the time in between so that we can have a productive um, discussion 
at the time that we've we've set aside for that. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you teach that to people, Marty? I mean, are you there with them, or are you well, just going can, through these rules? With I, them? I have some rules that I'll give them in written form, and we we will practice actually. You know, okay. role play. Role, we will role play in session. Sometimes it will be with a, a a real issue. Sometimes it will be at first with an issue that is not one that's a hotbed issue at that moment in time so that they can practice like the speaker listener techniques, for example, Mm -hmm. um, without heightened emotion, Mm -hmm. you know, and get uh, the feeling of what it means to actually wait your turn. Oh, sure. To actually rephrase, you know, and if, if you have one or the other spouse that's in the habit of thinking ahead to, to their next comment, that can take an entire session, you know, bring, pulling them back from, from that behavior. Mm-hmm. And so we do practice in session, we'll, and then we'll eventually utilize those techniques with the real issues that are the, the conflict. Wonderful. We're going to come back to talk about this some more. I have a few announcements I want to make. Um, again, my guest is Marty Linfett. Thanks for listening to Family Shield. Family Shield is aired on 51 radio stations in 25 states, as well as internationally. Each week, Family Shield gives away a booklet to our listeners. Today, we're giving away For Better, For Worse. To order this booklet, contact the Response Center at one 877 4326 You can also email us through our website to let us know you want the booklet. You can also sign up to receive the Family Shield email newsletter on our homepage at www.familyshieldministries.com. I also want to let you know that uh, Marty brought in uh, a book that we're going to give away. Uh, and if you are interested in getting it's uh, this book, uh, be one of the people that have their name in a drawing. It's called We're Not Blended, We're Parade. Did I say that right? Yes, you did. <laughs> and it's by Diane Desire and um, uh, Brand Brandmeyer. I'm sorry, and Marty Lentfed. And it's um, Diane Diana uh, and her uh, new husband uh, were remarried, and they both brought children to that to that marriage. And so this is about uh, a blended, blended family. Yes. So it's a great book if you're interested. Again, you can call our response center. One eight seven seven three one seven four three two six. We encourage your prayers and support to help us continue to air the radio program and accomplish our work in the ripe and plentiful harvest to reach and equip individuals and their families for Christ. Listeners can send a donation this week, and if they do, you'll receive a complimentary copy of my book, Witnessing a Life's Lifestyle, Witnessing a Lifestyle. Send donations to Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri, 63123. Now, I want to just mention the counseling uh, that you do, but uh, Marty, just share a little bit about uh, your agency and uh, where you're located in St. Louis. Sure. Excuse me. I'm a licensed professional counselor in private practice, and I work uh, in affiliation with a group called Kaleo Counseling, and my office is located at Watson and Laclede Station Road. And Kaleo is a, a group of like-minded Christian counselors. And so uh, we address just about every kind of topic you can. Um, there are several of, of us. And if you go to our website, www.kaleo, that is K-A-L-E-O-S-T-L, 
www.counselingministry.com. Uh, you can read about the the counseling ministry and read the biographies of the different counselors. And, you know, if you have a need, mm-hmm. see if there might be somebody among us who's a good match for you. As I said, we're all Christian counselors, and um, that's kind of the important thing for us. The uh, Kaleo actually is a Greek word that means to call or to invite. And, you know, it's so important that we focus on... Um, the gifts that we have through Christ in taking care of ourselves, you know, emotionally, physically, being good yeah. stewards. That's and great. That's great. And what I'm going to do, too, is add your website to our recommended links on our website. Uh, we have you. kind of categorized. I don't think it, that it's on there. We'll add that, and that way if people forget, they can go to our Family Show website. Our recommended links just has different categories with different ministries and organizations. So it's a good place to find lots of good resources. Thank you. Thank you so much. That. Well, I appreciate you. And uh, we're, we're going to continue talking the rest of the program about how we learn to fight fair. You've been uh, sharing uh, many of the fight fair rules. I love them. Uh, I'm sure it takes time to learn those because uh, you, you mentioned earlier that our family of origin Plays teaches us how we do this. And so yes. many people... Uh, I guess there's many different types, but many like conflict, but they don't fight fair. Correct. And others avoid conflict at all costs. Correct. And uh, when you put two people like that together, there's going to be challenges, aren't there? Very much so, because you kind of create a stalemate right off the bat. And so you want to, you know, develop the not only the the ability to discuss just think points at which you disagree, but to do it in an appropriate way. And so, you know, some of the things we look at are just specific behaviors. You know, what are what do fair behaviors look like? Mm-hmm. Um, speaking one at a time. You know, not talking over one another. Allowing for timeouts if things get heated. Observing if you set rules. Observing the rules that you set. Looking for compromise, you know, negotiation, right. trying not to generalize those all or nothing statements like you always or you never are just infectious, <laughs> yes, you know, yes. and not in a good way. Yeah. Um, again, respect in all, all manner of interaction that we show respect for our spouse, mm-hmm. being honest with yourself and with your spouse, you know, admitting when you're wrong. That's a difficult thing, you know, to admit when we are wrong. But, you know, we're called to do that. We must be um, kind of transparent there. And, you know, when I've been unfair, when I've been wrong, uh, as humbling as it is, you know, to confess and repent. Yeah. So forgiveness is is, is so critical. It's so important. And I I know when we're upset, um, and we can talk about anger here for a minute, but Mm -hmm. when we're upset, we don't listen well. No. We don't hear well, and, and so uh, we need to, uh, you know, we need to recognize that, uh, as you said earlier, that the Lord is in the midst with the, us. Absolutely, the two or three are gathered together. That the Lord Jesus is with us, and we need to maybe also pray. I have yes, yeah. absolutely. Well, uh-huh. and I think when we stop. When we stop to pray, maybe we join hands, maybe we don't. But when we stop to pray, um, you know, physiologically, our our pulse point is being brought down. But the spiritual, the mm-hmm. power in that, it's mm-hmm. really hard to to remain in that heightened conflict 
when we're on our knees before God, mm-hmm. you know, and and humbled before him with regard to the fact that this is a marriage that has been blessed, even with our different minds, even mm-hmm. with our different opinions, that this is a marriage that has been blessed by God. And when we are on our knees seeking his wisdom and his guidance, to bring us to uh, reconciliation, to bring us to a, a healthy, positive outcome. It's very difficult, if not impossible, to stay at that heightened emotional level, you know, because we're, you know, we're reminded and we are uh, that, that God is the center, that Christ is the center, and that we need to be following his, um, his will for our marriage and his will for the, the manner in which we negotiate our conflicts. You know, Ephesians 4, 6 mm-hmm. says, be angry, but do not sin. It doesn't say you'll never be angry. It says, do not sin, you know, do not disrespect your spouse. It, it also goes on to say, don't let the sun go down on your anger. And um, I guess I'm inclined not to take that specifically literally, and we, you may get a couple of calls about that, but um have the, the the mindset that you will resolve. You know, if you are in a heightened conflict and it's three in the morning and you need some rest, take a time out. Mm-hmm. Take a time out with the goal that you will come back to resolve that conflict. Right. Not that you're going to bail on your spouse or you're still going to be angry in the morning, but there's, you're going to come back with a calm mind so that you can negotiate through, resolve, you may come out where you're the one that says, I was wrong, Mm -hmm. you know, after some prayer and some, you know, coming before God with humility. It may be that your spouse is the one that says, you know, I was wrong, or perhaps you you reach a truce and you negotiate and say, you know, as you said before we went on the air, usually in a conflict, we each have a role. Mm -hmm. We each Mm -hmm. have a part. We each have a part that's both positive and negative, Mm -hmm. you know? And so working through that to a a positive outcome is so important. Ephesians 4, verse 32, kind of the tone for for our negotiations, be kind to one another, Mm. tenderhearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ forgave you so we're not stockpiling all those offenses mm-hmm. back to 19 you know <laughs> 90 mm-hmm. you know or 1982 mm-hmm. or 19 you know whatever it is we're not stockpiling the offense we're wiping the slate right. clean and starting new with positive skills with positive tools that uh, compel us to respect our lord and mm-hmm. savior jesus christ who is the center cord of our yeah. marriages yeah. Now, what about when uh, maybe one of the uh, one person is a, a Christian and the other isn't? These principles still will work. Won't they will they? still work. They will definitely still work. And actually, um, you know, some of the principles are utilized in the secular world in large measure. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, because they're. Um, you know, the respect, the setting an agenda, you know, those can be used in the, the business world sure, as well. Sure. You might not hold hands with your employer, you know, <laughs> hopefully. <Yeah. laughs> but um, those are, you know, can be applied in any situation. 
That's great. That's great. You know, one of the things Family Shield strives to do is to help families implement the six traits that build healthy families. And as I looked at these this morning, I thought this um, marriage issue definitely overlaps almost every one of them. I was just thinking of the last one. But let me just quickly uh, read them. Commitment to each other's welfare and happiness. Obviously, couples need to be committed to each other. Appreciation and affection. Again, yes. that's going to help a whole lot if you're uh, showing appreciation and affection Absolutely. to your spouse, right? And then positive communication. That's what you're talking about during this whole thing rather than negative communication. Correct. Absolutely. Uh, just to be positive about it. Time together. And yes. when, you know, when you're in conflict, you have to spend some extra time together. That's right. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, spiritual well being, uh, we, we know strong families have a sense of a greater good or power. We know as mm-hmm. Christians that's Jesus Christ. Absolutely. And, uh, and then finally, then the one that I actually was thinking about for this program is the ability to cope with stress and crisis. It's the hardest one to, to, to uh, help families learn. And I think this uh, topic of uh, handling conflict and fighting fair in marriage is so important. Absolutely. And the presence of stress and crisis, you know, it, it again, it also tears at the fabric of our, of our families, our marriages, and it, it can make a small disagreement. It can, it can kind of pour, pour oil on the, or gas on that, that small disagreement to where it just you know, bursts into flame and we find we're fighting about something or disagreeing about something that's of very little consequence. Okay, good. Well, we have about two minutes left. So any other closing thoughts that you have? Well, you know, I think it's so important for us to each monitor ourselves. As you, you know, had said when we were speaking prior to, we do each bring our own, uh, you know, there's two sides to every issue. So as we're talking about fair behaviors, we, you know, we want to be monitoring unfair behaviors as well. No name calling or opening up those old wounds. You know, don't go off on a tangent. Don't intimidate. Don't threaten. Don't change the rules you've made unless you've discussed, you know, with your spouse that you're going to do that. Uh, don't deny the facts. Sometimes, you know, a, a mirror might be held up and we might say, no, that's not me, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when in fact it is. Uh, don't expect that you're going in with the goal of winning rather than coming to an agreement. Don't use sex as a leverage, and don't ignore your spouse. You can't speak with you can't fight without words. Mm. You know, you if if you give the silent treatment to your spouse and then expect them to read your minds, um, you're, you've got a prescription for disaster. So you know, with the the desire you know, to come before God for resolution. Uh, We're going to speak those truths in love. Mm -hmm. And um, as you mentioned a few moments ago, stopping to pray, starting with prayer, Mm -hmm. can really change the complexion of that dispute. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Uh, There's so much more that I'm sure we could learn, but this was just good information to help us when we have conflict in marriage, in our marriages, and and maybe also to share this program. We do have an archive page. uh, So after it's aired on all the stations, it will go to our archive page, let people know. Again, this is Kay Meyer with Family Shield. Learn more at www.familyshieldministries.com. Thanks for listening. 
You've been listening to Family Shield, a production of Family Shield Ministries. Its mission is to educate and equip people through the power of the gospel to know Christ, grow in His Word, and to strengthen individuals and their families. To learn how you can obtain resources or support the ministry, go to www.familyshieldministries.com or write Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri, 63123. And tune in again next week for Family Shield.